honor you today, Lord Jesus. Just the words it says, is your all on the altar of sacrifice laid? Your heart does the spirit control. You can only be blessed. And of peace and sweet rest as you healed him, your body and your soul. Praise God. Praise God. My overarching um, theme today is have faith in God. Praise God. Have faith in God. We'll be reading uh, from Genesis 22, 1 to 14. Praise God. Genesis 22, 1 to 14. Praise God. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I have tell thee. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and cleaved the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up and went unto the place which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto him, said unto his young men, Abide here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham told, took the wood and the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and the knife, and they went both to them both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went, both of them, together. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and lay him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, 
Behind him, a ram caught in the thicket by the thorns, thorns, by his horns, sorry. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. Fourteenth and last. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, as it is said to this day in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. Praise God. Praise God. We're just going to pray. Eternal God and most righteous Father, we give you thanks today. We honor you today. We magnify your great name today. Lord God, have your will be done right now, Jesus, in this place. Father, as we read your word, my God, let the words, Lord Jesus, come alive in our hearts and our minds. Help us not to be, O oh God, hearers only, but doers of your blessed word. Father, we ask you that the word should go forth today. It's already anointed. But anoint your people today that they may hear, Lord God, what you have got to say today. Father, increase our faith in this household. Increase our faith in this time. Father, we ask you, my God, to move, oh God, through these pews. Move, Lord God, upon these people this morning. Father, like never yet been before, we ask you, Lord God, for an outpouring, Lord God. You say we're two or three are gathered, touching anything in your name or agreeing, Lord, you are in the midst to bless. Father, we are here to give you thanks. We are here to worship you. We are here to lift you up. We are here to magnify you. Have your way this morning, oh God. Take preeminence in this place this morning. Let these people know, Lord God, that you are God and God forever. Father, increase our faith one more time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. We're just going to go back to uh, some of the background of this story that we have gone through. Praise God. Hallelujah. We just want to give you a little backdrop of what had transpired before we actually reached to Genesis 22. Asking where God is asking a man to actually offer his only son. Praise God. So it started out in uh, sometime in Genesis 11, where Abraham and his brother left his father's home, and both brothers took on themselves a wife. In that verse, verse um, Genesis 11, verse 29 or 30, it did say they took themselves a wife. Nahor was Abraham's brother. Praise God. And they took themselves a wife. Abraham took Sarah as his wife. The brother took um, uh, Melchior. And the scripture definitely says in 30, but Sarah was barren. So when he took the wife, when he took this woman, she already knew that she could not, or he knew that she could not bear any children. Praise God. The Bible said she was barren. It went on to um, Genesis 12, where uh, Abraham called, praise God. He was called out in Genesis 12 to actually leave 
his country. Praise God. Leave his parents' house. Leave his kindred. And at that age, praise God, Abraham was 75 years old at that age. Sarah was 65. I don't know between the time they got married, maybe they were young, and to this age when God really called him to leave his parents' home. But he was 75. Sarah was 65. Praise God. But they were still without any children. And God said to him, um, get thee out of this country from your kindred and from your father's house unto a land that I will show you. Praise God. So he's trying to hear the voice of God and he's trying to understand what God is trying to say to him. And the simple instruction was, get thee out. You have to leave this country. You have to leave your parents' house. You have to leave your kindreds or your relatives. Praise God. And it says where God make a promise to him, and I will make thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be blessed. Praise God. Based on those words, praise God, that God told Abraham, he, by faith, just said, I'm going. I'm leaving. This is from the word of God. So God gave him some promises um, that he will be blessed. He should be a great nation and so on. At that time, we know he was 75. Sarah was 65. Just to look where we're at. All right. Uh, in Genesis 13, again, the Lord came and promised um, Abraham saying that he should have a seed, praise God. And whilst he was actually in Canaan, which God had promised him the land, he said, for all the land which thou seest to thee, I will give thee. So that's another additional promise. And thy seed forever, praise God, up to this point, still has not a child, praise God. And he's moving and trusting God. And God even made more detail in his plans, saying, And I will make thy seed as the dust, praise God, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered, praise God. He continued to walk with God in Genesis 15, 1 to 6. Um, Lord God, what wilt thou give me? Praise God. Because the Lord came to him back in a vision in Genesis 15, verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not. Maybe the Lord knew that he was troubled in his mind, in his thoughts, in his convictions, and walking with the Lord for so long. Praise God. Um, and then he said, See thou that I'm childless. This was what Abraham was saying back to the Lord. And Abraham said, Lord, God, what wilt thou give me, seeing that I go childless? And the steward of my house, and he called the name Eleazar. This was somebody in his home like a steward or a serv servant, which um, at that time, Abraham and those men would control all the servants, everyone in their household, they would 
have them and govern them. Their prized possession. So he's saying to God at this point in time, yes, you came to me in a vision. Yes, you're saying um, I should not fear. Yes, you said that I should be exceedingly great. But what shall you give me since I go childless? Praise God. And then Abraham got kind of sidetracked and started looking to this servant within his household, saying, well, should I take the child of this servant to be my heir? And God said, no. God said, no. God said into, um, to, to, to Abraham, behold, thou hast given me no seed, but lo, this child is born to this house. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir. No matter what, sometimes we think that we would want to bear off from the promises of God and would want to make our own little way. Praise God. God will still come in a vision, still reconciliate. Praise God. Still give you uh, because he knows that maybe you are troubled, troubled at times. And still confirm that no, no matter what you are going to think of, I have a plan for you. Praise God. Praise God. So uh, in verse 6 of 15, it says, and he believed in the Lord. Sometimes we have to go back and say, the Lord did say that. I will continue having faith in him. I will continue to trust him. So in verse 6, Abraham came back to his senses and said, And he believed in the Lord, and, and he counted it to him as righteousness. When you believe in the Lord, some things that you are going to do and go through, when you come back on the Lord's side and start trusting him, it will count to you for righteousness. Praise God. But it didn't stop there. Because in Genesis 16, this was 10 years after the leave to a land that God promised them. Praise God. Going through again. Sarah became now impatient. Because she had also a maid in her house under her hands. This maid was um, Agar. And she decided to put some of the plans of God in her hands. And she started saying to um, the, 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 the maid, well, such, and then she spoke with Abraham and said, well, you know, maybe this could have been a part of the conversation. We, God made a promise to us. You were 75, uh, 75. I was 65. We got married years before that. And still, there's no son, there's no seed, there's no promise. God only came and started talking to them ever so often. But years have been passed. Praise God. So this maid came in front and Sarah said, Abraham, we got to do what we got to do. Praise God. Anyway, it went on to the son was being born out of this servant lady which was Agar, and they called his name Ishmael. The Lord said to them, this is not the seed. This is not the promise. Praise God. 
We have to wait on the Lord. No matter how long it's in your mind that this thing has been going on. We as the church of God have to be, must be patient with the Lord. Because God is patient with us. We have to be careful how much of God's plans we want to act out. Praise God. We have to be so careful, saints. Praise God. But God told them, this is not the promise. This is not the seed. Praise God. God was ready after such a year. When he had uh, Ishmael, he was about 86. Around about 86 when he had Ishmael. So we just want to keep a bit of a date going on. But Ishmael wasn't the promised son. And in Genesis 17, when God ready to bless them, 17 verse 1, and he went to them again and went to Abraham. Um, Abraham was 99 years old. And the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. That was now 99 years old. And God is still promising, turning up, saying, look at this. Just be perfect. Just be patient. Just hold on. Just continue trusting in me. Praise God. In verse 17 of 17, when God is ready to go through some stuff and give you what he actually promises you, your name will change. Your position will change. Your countenance will change. In 17, he changed Abraham to Abraham. He changed Sarai to Sarah. When God gets ready to bless you and I, things will change about us that we don't understand. You've been walking this way for a long time with the same name, with the same position, with the same standard. But when God gets ready to bless you, come on church, come on church, everybody will know when God gets ready to bless you, you're going by a new name, a new status, a new position, your countenance has changed. When God gets involved in your life, some things will change. Come on, church. Come on, church. Praise God. So in 17, in 17, verse 17, Abraham now just hearing what God is saying again. And up to Abraham laughed, the Bible said. Sarah, Sarah laughed and Abraham laughed. Praise God. They were 99 and the other was 89. They're 10 years difference. Praise God. In Genesis 18, 
It says Sarah laughed. All right. And then the Lord heard it, saw her, confronted her, and said, you laughed. And she denied it. And then the response from God was, and it can be for all of us, is anything too hard for the Lord? That was the response from the God. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Praise God. So we are moving on. In 21, God came back. And it says in 2, in Genesis 21, verse 2, For Sarah conceived and bare a son in, his, in her old age to Abraham. That was the long and short of that verse. And verse 6, she said, And Sarah said, God had made me to laugh. This is a different type of laugh now. This is a joyous laugh because it went out and said, so that all that hear will laugh with me. Praise God. And verse 8. And the child grew and was weaned. And Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. Praise God. Praise God. So after 25 years, Abraham now was 100. <laughs> Praise God. Abraham now was 100. And Sarah was what? 90. Praise God. They have been waiting for a promise for 25 years for the seed. Praise God. We cannot fathom God. The Bible said, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. So, look at this that comes down into 11. Praise God. That's Isaiah 55 verse 11. So shall my words be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing which I send it. Praise God. When God gives a word to you or I, it will not return void. No matter how long it takes to fulfill, God has already spoken it. Praise God. That's the word of God. It says if one of these words was to pass or fall or drop, God said then heaven and earth will pass away. Praise God. The word of God will accomplish. Praise God. Praise God. 
the word of God will accomplish. Praise God. We just have to have faith in God. This actually takes us to chapter 22. We have just done the background on basically what brought us to chapter two, 22. And it says, and it came to pass after these things that God did tempt. Tempt there, another part of the scripture says, God has not tempt any man. But the Bible is saying here, he tempt, praise God, um, Abraham, just to say he tested him. God will test us saints to see if we are um, filled with the word. Praise God. This word that is in you will be tested at times. You're coming to church. You're walking with God. You have been saved for some time. You will be tested. Praise God. So it says, God tempt Abraham. And we went down a little verse. And he tempt Abraham with what? His only son. God has a great knowledge of what to come. Praise God. It's the same son that himself, which is the Godhead, in the end, gave Jesus and called Jesus his only begotten son. So God was already setting up, setting up something to come. This is just basically a shadow and a test. But I will do it in centuries to come. And grant my only son. Praise God. Some tests that we are going through. There's no excuse when you get to the promised land. There's no excuse when you get to heaven. Because God came to earth. Manifest himself in flesh. Praise God. And will leave none of us with an excuse. Come on. Whatever you are going through. God has gone through that. Come on. Do you think that you can tell the almighty God that I couldn't do it because uh, of such? No. We are fully equipped. Fully equipped. No excuse. Praise God. So this was just as of a shadow of things to come. And just to increase and build our faith in God. So it says his only son. And it did say, whom thou lovest. They knew that they have been waiting for 25 years for the promise of God. So you loved him. We just read that the day when Isaac was weaned, they made a great feast. They loved him. They were in celebratory mood. Praise God. Sarah laughed in a joyous way. She invited her friends. Everybody could hear and everything. Praise God. So now God is testing you. With what I'm giving you. Can you give back the Lord what he has given to you? Come on. Can you offer back the Lord what he has offered you? It's not as if he said, you, you, you have 12 sons. Praise God, like Jacob. And you can maybe say, alright, you can give Reuben. Or you can give Simeon or one of them. Praise God. It's just the only son. And God is saying, can you give 
that only thing in your life back to me? Come on. We need to give God thanks. He pointed it out that I am going to take you and you must offer up sacrifice for this son, all right, or of this son, in a special place called Mount Moriah. And he saddled his ass, and he took two young men, praise God, and he gathered um, the wood, the fire, and he had Isaac as well, praise God. And they ate it up. And they are journeying. And the Bible said in four, then on the third day, this was how much Abraham was convinced, convicted of all faith in God that he started out walking. Maybe that could not have been me. Because maybe as I Praise God. But this was actually three days in the journey. He was convinced. He was convicted. Everything in his body was pointing him to do that which God had said. Come on, saints. This is three days in. Praise God. How much of us, praise God, would have actually said to God, I don't think so. And have some counteracting conversations. So where would the blessing come from that you have promised me? I only have one son. Praise God. But none of that. He had full faith and confidence in God. He waited for Isaac 25 years and God gave it to him. And he must have thought in himself, I can give back God this son. Praise God. And he went on the third day. And they saw the place, Mount Moriah. And Abraham said unto his young men, praise God. Sometimes when you want to fulfill the promises of God and the commandments of God, you have to separate yourselves. Come on. You can't always have the crowd with you or the friends with you because God called you to do a special job. You have to let some people wait. You don't have to answer the text or the email so quickly. You don't have to call over the friends so immediately. You need to have a time with the Lord. Praise God. So he left the young men at the bottom of the hill and he said, and I, in verse 5, a part of it. And I and the lad will go yonder and worship. He was so confident, he said, and will come again to you. Praise God. So Abraham took what? The wood. He took the fire. And he took the knife. Praise God. And he loaded the wood upon um, Isaac. But Isaac was such an obedient child too. Such an obedient child. Praise God. He knew what sacrifice should look like. Praise God. And then he said in seven, Isaac starts uh, speaking to his father. And said, Abraham, his father, and said, my father. And he said, 
here I am, my son. And he said, behold, father, I can see the fire. Father, I can see the wood. Father, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham, we have to be wise parents, right? And wise stewards of God. We have to be very wise and know how to answer. Praise God. And he said, and Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they both went, both of them together. When you come and have that right answer, and the spirit is talking to you, people will be settled. People will just follow. Even when they don't understand, but there's something come over in the Holy Ghost. The spirit is talking. And the answer was right. It was correct. Praise God. He said, God himself will provide. Who else will provide? I can't provide. We're not going to hunt. Praise God. In verse 9. And they came to the testing. Sorry. And they came to the place which God had told them of. And Abraham built an altar. We have our specific testing place church. God is going to pull you either into a wilderness, a closet, some place at work, on the bus, on the 401, at school. You have a specific testing place with God. Praise God. Are you going to pass it or not? He identified that there's a weakness in the home. He identified there's a weakness at school. He identified there's a weakness at the workplace. But that's your testing ground. Are you going to build an altar there in your place of test and offer a sacrifice to God? Come on, church. Come on, church. These places are all around us. Praise God. So what did he do? And Isaac, praise God, uh, the altar, built the altar, built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, such an obedient child, praise God. He had some confidence in what was transpiring even though he was bound. What else? Praise God. It's, it's, it's not a doubt or when you see the life of Isaac or he was blessed after. Because he was following the fate of his father. Praise God. So you could see where he was just going. His father was just taking directions from God and going with it. And he was just taking directions and having the faith in his earthly father going on. Praise God. And then it says, he was bound and laid um, Isaac on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham, still convinced, still going through with the plan of God, what God had said, praise God, stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay 
praise God, to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, praise God. The angel had to call twice. Praise God. Because there was such a conviction, such a faith in him to carry out the word of the Lord. They had to call out to Abraham twice. He would have gone through with it. Praise God. And he said, here I am. And he said, lay not thy hand upon the lad. Neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know. It says, now I know. It was a test. He came through with great grades, great color, flying colors. Praise God. Now I know that thou fearest God. Seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son again. Praise God. Emphasizing that it was just one from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and behold behind him. Praise God. A ram caught in the thicket of his arms. Praise God. And Abraham um, went and took the, the ram and offered him as a burnt sacrifice. Praise God. The ram was caught in a ticket behind him. If it was before him, he would have been hesitant to say, but I can see a sacrifice there that we normally use. Why, why I'm going to be hesitant now in bringing down the knife because may, may God just hope to see the animal and call out, but God is more wise than us and still willing to ask us, are you willing to go the last mile? Sometimes in the back, while that ram is there, God is working in the background. God is always working. But he's not working for you to see in visual, clearly ahead, that you will say, oh, God is coming to my rescue now. But he's working in your lives. He's working behind the scene. He's working behind that you don't get distracted in honoring the voice and the commandment of God. Praise God. We have to be careful. We have to be very careful. Why the ram wasn't beside him that he could glance? Why it wasn't before? God is saying, just go on with the word. Go on with the faith. I will provide a way. Don't, don't, don't worry yourself. Praise God. We are worried about some things in our lives. The bills. Praise God. That, that's, that's like a great thing to most of us. The bills. The mortgage. The rent. Praise God. The bills in general. Utilities. But God is saying, I'm not going to make a way out for you unless you start praying. I'm not going to make a way out for you unless you start giving me some worship, some thanksgiving. Praise God. Stop calling this person to help you. Stop calling Bar. No. Come on. God is saying, trust in me. I told you that if you got saved, I'll cover you. I'm responsible for you. 
Come on. Come on. We, 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 we look at these early things as if, yes, I know they will flutter your hearts at times when you, even you are in the week for things to pay. But what? Trust in God. Have faith. He'll work it out. There are no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is what? Faithful. Praise God. And will not suffer you to be tempted above ye are able. But will with the temptation make a way of escape. Come on. Sometimes God is not going to take us out. If, if, if God had just gone ahead and take out the three Hebrew boys out of the fire, what would happen then? We want a greater testimony and faith in God. We're not bowing. Praise God. We give God thanks. Praise God. We give God thanks. Praise him. We, we uh, Sister Abigail, could you just, just a final, and just to close, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Faith is having, faith is having the courage. Faith is having the courage to let God have control. Praise God. Could you just put the other one up for me, please? Let me close off. Praise God. You may not able to, you may not able to see this clearly. Praise God. You may not able to see clearly. You can just put it up. That's all right. I'll explain it. Praise God. You may not able to see this clearly, but on the Abraham sacrificing, carrying out the order of God. And then you can't see this, but this one could basically be the next slide, sorry for the way this came over. But that is a part of, because remember where God told Abraham to sacrifice um, or tested Abraham, you must have Yes, sorry. He was uh, on Mount Moriah where the sacrifice uh, took place. Or he tried to sacrifice. But he did sacrifice the, um, the ram. Here, my right at the top, that's another scenario where David uh, in Samuel, he transgressed with the Lord and he actually um, counted the people, he ran a census and started counting Israel. And when he counted Israel, God said, why, why, why did you number the people? Why did you count them? So God punished him and said to him, um, I'm going to give you three ways. Either three years of pestilence, seven months, praise God, seven months of um, having the enemy to chase you or you have seven or three years one book says seven the other um, book says three years of famine okay so you have famine you have uh, pestilence for three months and then you also have um, the enemy chasing you okay he decided 
as his punishment to be under the hand of God. So he wanted the pestilence. So at that time, in 2 Samuel 24, uh, he said it's rather to suffer under the hand of God because he's more merciful. So David went there and God slew about 7,000 or 70,000, sorry, 70,000 men. And the angel, sorry that you couldn't see it properly, the angel flew over. And at a point, the angel stopped. The angel stopped right at, God told the angel to stop right at a threshing floor. That's some years later. The threshing floor was a place at Mount Moriah several years later. So God was actually um, used, using the angel to kill the people, to punish them. But as soon as God reached to the threshing floor of Arona, he stopped. He said no more. Why? Because that place was the place where Abraham Praise God. Did the sacrifice and was faithful to God. So he stopped right there and break it. Praise God. We must go and read it. Here was Mount Moriah again in 2 Chronicles 3. They built, um, Solomon built the temple on Mount Moriah. So the first thing, God instructs us to do one thing. We don't know what he's going to use that premise to build on. All we need to do is be faithful. Praise God. So he started on Mount Moriah and tested Abraham. He came through. He started destroying the children of Israel. And at that point, where Abraham was faithful, he stopped. And then Solomon built the temple on Mount Moriah to give God worship because of what? Faith. This is present day Israel, the Temple Mount 2020. What should come after this? A next temple, the third temple will be built in Israel on the Temple Mount. What God is saying. God is saying if you are faithful to me. I will be faithful to you. And I will build you up. From an unexpected foundation. That you can never imagine. Just by being faithful to God. Praise God. We're going to end at this note, but I just wanted to show you that. To say if we be faithful to God, God will be faithful to us. Praise God. Whether God had it in his plan, yes or no, but he was tested on Mount Moriah. And when we are tested, God proved it to be, when you come through, as righteousness. As righteousness. 
Because through faith we have, in Hebrews uh, 11, we have the faith all of fame, right? The faith all of fame. Where we had Abel, we had Enoch, or Enoch, sorry. We had Noah, we have Isaac, we had Jacob, we had Joseph, we had Moses, and we had who? Rahab. Praise God. And God said in... Um, Hebrews 11, verse 16. But now they desire a better country. That is an heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he hath prepared them a city. So when he called out Abraham, he called out Abraham that he will be saved whether or not he reached the city, but he said he did not reach the city. But just by having the faith we have received, just by continuing with God, being faithful, we will receive. Praise God. Remember in um, St. John 14, he said, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. And in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there he may be also. Saints, continue to have faith in God. It's worth it. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. We give God thanks. We give God thanks. I, uh, you can just stay in your seats. Uh, I was told that maybe a few people stay in their seats and pray. Yes, you may. Yes. Praise God. Sis, you may come. Praise God. Praise the Lord. so sweet to trust in Jesus, trust to take him at his words, just to rest upon his promise, just to know the said the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I prove him more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. 
Praise the Lord, everyone. Let's all stand. Praise Jesus. And we thank God for his words this afternoon. That he's a God that is faithful, a God that we can trust. And if he makes a promise, he's a God that keeps his promise. In our eyes, it might be long, as Abraham waited 25 years and as Brother Ant was preaching and was saying, he would have, you know, questioned God at the door. Yeah, from the moment he told me, I would, before, I would even get to the door before I start questioning. I know me. But Abraham trusted God, believed God, and waited 25 years. I, I have trouble waiting 25 seconds, never mind 25 years. But as the songwriter wrote, it is sweet to trust in Jesus and to take him at his word. He is a promise keeper. If God made a promise to you, he will keep it. And brother, unput the words again. He says, heaven and earth will pass. If one of those words fail, heaven and earth will pass away before one of those words fail. So today, take courage. Take his word. We can trust him. And we, as the songwriter says, oh, for grace to trust him more. So as we close today, let us just pray. Heavenly Father, let's just stand, stand for a moment as we pray before we go. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for who you are today. We thank you, Lord God, that we can stand up on your promises because they are sure. Your word said, Lord God, you are not slack concerning your promises as some men count slackness. So today, Lord God, as we look to you and as we stand on your promises, as the songwriter was, it is so sweet to trust in Jesus, to take you at your word. Lord, we might fail, Lord God, in believing, and we might stagger at that faith, but Lord, we ask you this afternoon, oh, for grace to trust you more. 
One writer in the book says, help thou, we ask God, we ask you for, he says, help thou, my unbelief. And so today as we look to you, Father God, help thou our unbelief and give us more grace to trust you more. Help us to realize and to, to, realize and to believe that you, God, will stand on your promises. You said, God, to Abraham, there's nothing that is too hard for you. And so today, help us to take you at your word, to trust you and to believe you, that you will do what you said you will do. Have your way today, Jesus, in the life of your people. Bless each and every one that has come into this house today, God. Bless them, God, and they're going out and they're coming in. Cover them, dear Jesus, God, today as they leave and for the rest of this week. Help them, God, to remember this word that I've gone forth, that they can trust you. Even though it might seem long to us, help us, dear God, to remember that Abraham staggered not at your promises. To take this word, to hide it in our hearts, and to remember, Lord God, that you are well able. And that there is nothing, God, too hard for you to do. And that you, Lord God, who promise will come true. We thank you today, Jesus. Bless everyone. We pray again in Jesus' name. Amen. Go in peace. Go in peace.